day and welcome to the FIFA World Cup show for today, Sunday, the 24th of April, 2022. Wherever you're tuning in or listening to this episode from, whether you are in the USA, on the African continent, North America, South America, Asia, Europe, Australia, New Zealand, and Oceania. Welcome to the most exciting, informative, and educative sports show on the calling platform, on Apple Podcasts, and on Spotify with yours truly, Philip Alimo. And I've got love for sports. With only 210 days, 21 hours, and 17 minutes, will be that big kickoff in Qatar. And on your most authoritative sports show, we are building up to that big opening ceremony and big kickoff ceremony in Qatar. And on today's episode, We'll hear from one player who has played at the Mundial and knows what it takes and what it means to play at the Mundial. Former Argentine international, Javi Mascherano, speaks with us more on the FIFA World Cup draw and Argentina's chances of winning the Mundial in Qatar. Javi Mascherano is not sure if he will be in Qatar in November and December this year. The forthcoming FIFA World Cup may well be the first of such tournament that Javi Mascherano watches on television since France 1998. Sit back, relax, and enjoy as I take you through the journey of Javi Mascherano's career and we will hear from him extensively what he makes of the FIFA World Cup draw Argentina, Lionel Messi, and Maradona. Javi Mascherano, born on the 8th of June 1984, is an Argentine former professional footballer who played as a defensive midfielder or a centre-back. Javi Mascherano began his career at River Plate where he earned his first senior honours. The Argentine Primera Division in 2003-2004. He moved to Brazilian side Corinthians in 2005, winning the Brazilian Serie A in his first season. Mascherano then moved to Europe, signing for Premier League side West Ham United. But his brief time at the club was blighted by an unusual contract terms with global soccer agencies. At the beginning of 2007, he joined Liverpool on loan, reaching the final of the UEFA Champions League before he signed with the club for £18.7 million. After three years playing for Liverpool, Mascherano joined Barcelona in 2010, where he changed his position of defensive midfielder to full central defender with Barcelona. He won five La Liga championships, two UEFA Champions League titles, and two FIFA World Club Cups among other honours. 
Mascherano made 147 appearances for the Argentina national team and is the second most capped player in the country's history after Lionel Messi. From his debut in 2003 until his retirement in 2018, he represented the nation at five Copa America tournaments, finishing runner-up in 2004, 2007, 2015, and 2016, and four FIFA World Cups, reaching the final in 2014. He twice won a gold medal at the Summer Olympics in 2004 in Athens and Beijing 2008, becoming the first male footballer to achieve this double feat since Hungarian defender Novak in 1968. Between 2008 and 2011, Mascherano served as a captain of Argentina. Mascherano's first international appearance came in 2001. September of that year saw him play on the Argentina team that finished fourth in the 2001 FIFA Under-17 World Championships. In 2003, in, in June 2003, he played in the Toulon tournament where he was named the best player of the competition as Argentina finished third. Mascherano's impact at youth levels was such that he made a senior debut before playing a single minute for River Plate first team due to his central midfield position at club level being occupied by River Plate's long-standing captain Leonardo Estrada, nicknamed the Chief. That international debut came in a friendly against Uruguay on the 16th of June 2003. Half, halfway through the 2003-2004 Apertura Championship, Mascherano was called up to play in the 2003 FIFA World Youth Championship. Argentina again finished fourth with Mascherano, the team's outstanding player. He was, however, suspended for the third-place playoff. In June 2004, Mascherano joined up with Argentina's Olympic team for the South American Pre-Olympico Tournament in Chile. Argentina won the tournament, thereby qualifying for the 2004 Summer Olympics in Athens. In August that year, Mascherano and the team went on to become gold winners in Greece. At the end of the 2003-2004 season, Mascherano was included in the Argentina senior squad for the 2004 Copa America. Argentina lost to Brazil on penalties in the final, but Mascherano impressed enough to be voted Argentina's player of the tournament by his teammates. In the 2006 World Cup, Mascherano played every minute of every game for Argentina with the team being eliminated by Germany in the quarterfinals. His first two goals for the senior Argentina team came in July 2007, during the 2007 Copa America. On the 5th of July, he scored the only goal in Argentina's final group stage match against Paraguay, which saw them finish in the first place in their group with nine points. On the 8th of July, he scored a goal in their 4-0 victory over Peru in the quarterfinals, Argentina went on to reach the final of that tournament where they suffered a 3-0 defeat to Brazil on the 5th of July. 
on the 15th of July. Mascherano's outstanding performance at the tournament saw him widely selected as the best Argentine player in a squad full of stars. On the 8th of June 2008, Mascherano received his first red card for the national team after receiving two yellow cards in a game against the United States. He was sent off in the 86th minute of that game, which finished in a goalless draw. Later that year, Mascherano was selected to represent Argentina at the Olympics in Beijing as one of their overaged 23 players. Later that year, Mascherano was selected to represent Argentina at the Olympics in Beijing as one of their over 23-year-old players. He was thrilled at the collapse saying, it's important for any athlete to defend the gold medal. I might be the only person from my country ever to do it and I'll go down in history. These were the words of Javi Mascherano at the time. Argentina won the tournament, making Mascherano only the second Argentine sportsman ever, following polo player Juan Nelson to win two Olympic gold medals. Soon after being appointed head coach of the Argentina in 2008, Diego Maradona announced he wanted Mascherano to be the team's captain. And these were the words of the late Diego Maradona. I want Mascherano to be my captain because I believe he's the Argentine player who is closest to the idea I have about the Argentine shirt. Sweat for it, sacrifice for it, being a professional, being closer to the teammate. Maradona said, I will convince him he will be my captain. These were the words of the late Diego Maradona. Mascherano was appointed the new Argentina captain on the 10th of November, replacing Javi Zanetti. At the 2010 World Cup, Argentina was captained by Mascherano and reached the quarterfinals, where again they were eliminated by Germany 4-0. He only missed the last match of the group stage against Greece. Mascherano captained Argentina during the 2011 Copa America on home soil, but the team were defeated by Uruguay at the quarterfinal stage. In August 2011, Mascherano was replaced as Argentina captain by Lionel Messi, who was appointed to the role by the new manager, Sabella. Mascherano became vice-captain in the national squad. In the 2014 World Cup, Mascherano played his 100th international match for Argentina in a game against Iran. During the tournament, Messi wore the captain's armband and commentators often describe the team as Messi plus 10 other players. However, Mascherano was the squad's de facto leader and midfield general. Mascherano asserted himself vocally, especially during the knockout rounds, where the media described him as Argentina's best player after Messi's prolific scoring stagnated after the group stage. During Argentina's World Cup semi-final against the Netherlands, Mascherano was knocked unconscious by Eda contested by Vinaldum 
and was led off the field with a suspected concussion, although he resumed play moments later. In stoppage time, Mascherano tore his anus, making a goal-saving slide tackle on Iron Robin. Argentina would go on to play in the final in a penalty shootout with goalkeeper Sergio Romero saving kicks from Ronvla and Wesley Schneider. Thanks to Mascherano's prowess as a defensive midfielder and leader, Argentina entered the final having not conceded a goal in 330 minutes during elimination games as well as never having trailed in the tournament. On the 11th of July, Mascherano was named on the 10-man shortlist for FIFA's Golden Ball Award for the tournament's best player. He recorded the most tackles of any player at the tournament, 30 tackles, and the third most passes, 576, at the success rate of 89%, playing in every minute of Argentina's campaign that year. In the final, Argentina lost 1-0 to Germany after extra time, with Mario Götze scoring in the 113th minute. In May 2018, Mascherano was named in George Sampaoli's final 23-man squad for the 2018 FIFA World Cup in Russia. He earned his 143rd cup in a 4-0 friendly win against Haiti on the 29th of May 2018, equaling Javi Zanetti's record for the most appearances for Argentina. His 144th cup came in Argentina's opening game at the World Cup, a 1-1 draw against Iceland on the 16th of June 2018, thus becoming the sole most cup player in the country's history. On the 30th of June 2018, following Argentina's elimination from the World Cup after a 4-3 loss against France in the round of 16, Mascherano announced his retirement from international football, having obtained 147 caps and scored three goals for his country. However, this time, Javi Mascherano is not sure if he will be in Qatar in November and December this year. The forthcoming FIFA World Cup may well be the first of such tournament that he watches on television since France 1998. The versatile player was a key component of Argentina's side at the past four World Cups and with 20 matches under his belt, he has appeared at a lustrous competition more often than any other Argentine player except Diego Maradona. Incredibly linked to the country's national team, Mascherano was even present at Korea Japan 2002, having been part of a group of young players that was invited along by ex-WAL coach Marcelo Besla to provide opposition to his charges, who failed to advance past the group stage in training. Now, the Argentina under-20 coach, the son Lorenzo native, will likely have a lot on his plate already 
in November as he attempts to prepare his team for the South America Under-20 Championship 2023, scheduled to take place in Colombia in January. The competition, which serves as a qualifying tournament for the FIFA Under-20 World Cup Indonesia 2023, will see him enter the public consciousness in Argentina as a coach for the first time and will allow him to showcase the footballing philosophy he plans to develop during his new career. Mascherano was one of the FIFA legends who attended the FIFA final draw for Qatar 2022 in Doha on the 1st of April this year. There is no doubt that having played alongside Lionel Messi at the last four World Cups and having been a role model for a number of current Argentina stars such as Giovanni, Nicolas Otamendi, Marcos Acuna, and Nicolas Tagliafigo, his words carry significant weight. In this interview, Javi Mascherano expressed his admiration for Lionel Scolani's team, declaring that experience has made Messi a better player and that the months leading to a World Cup are crucial for those involved. Unsurprisingly, the conversation also touched on his fond memories of Diego Maradona. Let's hear more from Javi Mascherano. Ya que es un deporte colectivo y, y está la preparación del equipo eh, normalmente 10, 15 días antes, cuando ya se da la lista definitiva y el equipo empieza a preparar el Mundial. Hay una previa donde el año del Mundial eh, vos empezás a, a prepararlo no solamente desde el plano mental, sino también en, en algunos casos... Eh, a, mí, sobre todo a mí me tocó la particularidad de que yo en mi club jugaba en una posición y, y en la selección en otra entonces eh, iba haciendo algún tipo de trabajo extra físico para, para poder llegar de la mejor, en la mejor condición al, al mundial quizás muchas veces eh, en el inconsciente está ahí que es el año del mundial que eh, se, sobre todo cuando se van acortando los tiempos y va, va llegando la hora hay algún cierto temor de que no pase nada pero bueno como todo el fútbol es como la vida misma eh, riesgos hay siempre y uno no puede controlar esos riesgos eh, entonces muchas veces es mejor eh, soltar esos temores no 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 pensar demasiado porque al final es incontrolable yo creo que su legado su legado hacia el fútbol es el amor por, por jugar es eso Diego fue una fuente de inspiración para para muchísimas generaciones eh, obviamente que para las nuestras también y y al final ese es el legado, el amor hacia la pelota, hacia este deporte, más allá de, de todos los inconvenientes que pudo haber tenido en su vida, de un montón de, 
de cosas que le pasaron, pero, pero él nunca renunció a, a eso y siempre inspiró y animó a todos a, a, a amar este deporte, creo que, que ha sido una fuente, una gran fuente de inspiración para todos. el caso de Messi, por eso me gusta aclararlo, normalmente los, los jugadores terrenales eh, muchas veces cuando vos llegas con, con, con experiencia eh, claro, tenés la experiencia o ves todo lo que puedes hacer pero hay cosas que el cuerpo no te permite hacerlo eh, porque vos ves algo pero eh, tus piernas van más lentas, eh, ya no es lo mismo entonces, muchas veces la experiencia no termina sirviendo demasiado. Eh, en el caso de Leo es, es diferente, porque él es un jugador diferente y creo que, obviamente, eh, eh, la experiencia, lo que ha hecho en él es eh, convertirlo en un jugador total. Y entonces manejar ahora un montón de registros que quizás de joven no lo manejaba, pero que sigue, inclusive sigue teniendo... Eh, el hecho de, de ser decisivo entonces eh, claro a él a él sí le sirve tener experiencia porque porque bueno eh, sigue teniendo o siendo sigue siendo muy decisivo y, y, y lo ha convertido el hecho de esto de, del paso de los años en un jugador total con alegría eh, y, y obviamente eso llevado a que después en la cancha también lo transmiten y, y encima el equipo eh, está en un buen momento, eh, le ha tocado ganar, bueno eh, se va generando algo que al final es, es obvio que, 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 que genera eh, que la gente que el hincha argentino esté detrás del equipo y, y me parece bárbaro, creo que al final es eso, ¿no? es la buena energía que, que transmiten y que, que hay, lo he dicho en estos días, al final el, el equipo termina representando lo que la gente quiere eh, y eso es, creo que es el objetivo de, de cualquier equipo, más, más allá de ganar, es transmitirle algo al aficionado. Yo creo que ganar es el... Es el, el la frutilla del postre normalmente eh, en algún momento eh, para concluir un proceso sí le tenés que dar digamos tiene que tener eh, eh, como objetivo final eh, el hecho de ganar pero no no me quisiera quedar solamente con que ganaron yo creo que el, el tema es cómo lo hicieron porque vos podés ganar de diferentes maneras y más en este juego que eh, nadie tiene la verdad eh, pero creo, me gusta también reconocer el camino que trazaron y que es importante, digamos, la selección lleva ya mucho tiempo jugando bien al fútbol, lleva ya mucho tiempo dando, digamos, dando esa sensación de un equipo seguro, de saber lo que hacen, no 
nosotros mismos como, como, como aficionados, como hinchas, eh, vemos que es un equipo, nos sentamos a verlo y, y ya sabemos lo que vamos a ver. Y entonces, eh, no, creo que sería injusto solamente decir que los, digamos, porque ganaron. Digamos, al final, el ganar es una consecuencia de todo lo bueno que hicieron. No, yo soy un desastre para vestirme, eh, soy un desastre, pero obviamente también tiene que ver con, con formas de ser. Eh. Y está bueno, al final, eh, mira, creo que nosotros los argentinos, los argentinos hacemos un drama de, de todo. Y desdramatizar y, y mostrar naturalidad eh, creo que es un buen punto de partida. Es un buen punto de partida y, y no tiene nada que ver con ganar. ¿Por qué vos no podés eh, divertirte? ¿Y qué, ¿Quién te va a quitar el derecho de divertirte? ¿Una victoria? ¿Una derrota? No, y me parece buenísimo lo que hace. Está perfecto. No sé si está evolucionando o no, pero al final tiene que ver con, con que me, me parece bárbaro lo, el hecho de, de, de desdramatizar. Eh, Muchas veces relacionamos el hecho de hacer una cosa o hago esto, pero si pierdo no lo hago, porque está bárbaro. Bueno, en este caso, imagínate que poder hacerlo y encima ganar, mucho mejor, obviamente. Yo creo que más que sacar un peso es un aliciente. Es, eh, creo que la Copa América lo que ha hecho es que, que, que digamos, que... que, que, que que el equipo se suelte, que, que el equipo eh, se saque quizá muchas ataduras que, que ni siquiera ellos eh, tenían, sino que veníamos arrastrando otras generaciones y eso puede ser un incentivo para, para poder tener buenas opciones y hacer un buen mundial. Por lo que me toca estar haciendo hoy, obviamente lo, lo voy a ver al mundial, pero... Pero bueno, seguramente estaría, estaremos preparando el equipo para el sudamericano. Nosotros competimos en enero, así que vamos a estar eh, ahí preparándolo. Mientras tanto, eh, obviamente vamos a estar siguiendo a Argentina. Es muy reciente como para decirlo. La verdad que obviamente estoy en un proceso de aprendizaje, de conocerme a mí mismo en este nuevo rol que, que ocupo. Eh, ¿Cómo quiero ser? La verdad, no, no varía mucho que profesional, de brindarle a esta profesión lo máximo posible, pero sobre todo ser claro, ser honesto, no solamente eh, con, con los jugadores, sino también conmigo mismo, y, y obviamente eh, tratar de, 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 de ayudar, porque al final... Creo que el entrenador es, es, la, es una, una herramienta de ayuda hacia el jugador, no es más ni menos que ellos. Tengo claro que el fútbol es, fue, fue, es y será de los jugadores. Eh, el entrenador genera un contexto y le da herramientas, pero el fútbol es de los jugadores. No, tenemos al mejor del mundo, ¿para qué queremos otro? That's Javi Mascherano. Speaking about a variety of issues, the influence of Diego Maradona on Argentine football, the current team, 
is coaching philosophy and the future of this current Argentina squad. As always, it's a pleasure coming your way with today's episode of the FIFA World Cup show with Javi Mascherano. On this note, I'll leave you with our official soundtrack for the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022, which says higher, higher, and we hope together the new Argentine team will be better at this World Cup. <laughs>